Hey, what's happening, Max? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? All right. All right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And it it's, feels like the same old, same old after the game yesterday. How was the atmosphere, especially from the crowd after that game? Well, it seemed like at least the people that I sit around, there's like everybody was in shock. Yeah. And um, I thought I'd be having a conversation with you tonight in the different, uh, about a lot of different things. But unfortunately, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I have to say that this was a miserable day today. And I understand about real life, but when you, when you walk out of the stadium, when you lose a game like that, it, it, it's tough to swallow, man. Especially when the defense gave up that touchdown in the end. And are you someone, because a lot of the fans are pinning the whole loss on Zach Wilson, are you someone that's blaming Wilson in its entirety for the loss yesterday? No. A matter of fact, to be honest with you, except for the interception for a field goal, mm-hmm. I mean, we could get into Zach's play, but Wilson, Zach Wilson didn't cost the Jets a loss yesterday. No. And I agree because when you really look at it and everyone's really getting on Wilson because we're all so in love with Mike White now and we're all into this Lynn Sanity thing right now with Mike White. We want him to be the quarterback. But if you look at all the quarterbacks in the league and you look at Brady, everyone that plays in the league, not everyone has, goes 30 for 30. So I think as though we were so critical of how Zach Wilson was going to be playing in this game, I think that's why you're seeing the backlash on Wilson now because he didn't have the perfect game because he's under such a microscope now. Well, I think that's part of it, but I think in all reality, he's definitely not the quarterback for the future. Yes, no, I, just, I, I think the fans are not patient anymore, and especially the, the footwork and the mechanics is taking a step back. And that, that was the issue that we spoke about year, last year with Darnold because that was why we wanted to get rid of him in the first place because you saw his footwork was behind and his mechanics just weren't there, and you're seeing the same issues with Wilson do you, but do you think that Mike White is the quarterback going forward, or is it, are we going to bring someone in like Garoppolo next year? What do you think the Jets are going to do at this point? Well, I think I told you this maybe very early on, maybe coming out of camp. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I mean, I like Mike White, what he's done, but at the end of the day, he still has a losing record. Yeah. Um. I think he's a, a, a nice daughter I think he's a nice backup better than nice backup but I don't think he's the quarterback that's going to get you over the hump to and get you into a championship or Super Bowl no so like I think I told you if, if you rewind some of your shows way back in August September that if this didn't work out with Wilson this is before the Mike White thing even arose um Woody wasn't wasting another draft pick on a, on a quarterback um depending of course what the market has where he's going to go buy himself a quarterback whether yeah. it's draft picks whether it's a checkbook whether it's a combination um because this team is this team right now is ready to win now yeah the head coach he has to grow up a little i think yesterday with the timeouts i think that oh time just just everything in general i actually i think the team came out flat yesterday to be honest with you it's mm-hmm. such a big game i i don't think they were as energetic as they were in the previous game I think that's one thing. I think the, the timeout thing was a, a complete botch job on his part. And I, I'm sure you couldn't see this on television if you weren't at the game. Mm-hmm. With the two-minute warning, you know, it's you know, what's that, about a three-minute more or less thing with commercials and all that garbage. Mm-hmm. 
what's going on on the Jets' sideline is that Salah keeps on changing personnel going on and off the field between linebackers, defensive linemen, and, and secondary people to not tip his hands on what he was intending to put out there when they were ready to snap the ball. And I'm not talking like two or three people just – I'm talking like this went on for the entire two-minute warning. Three people on, four people off, four people in, three people off. And then this was like – it was like a revolving door. Oh. And he wanted to keep the Lions guessing, and I don't blame him. But I think what the end result of all this rotation garbage to keep the Lions guessing what they were going to have out there, mm-hmm. I think by the time they were ready to – snapped the ball and he had the 11 men out there that I think he might have wanted out there. I think these guys were confused. Yeah. Because they, they mostly been on the play fake. And it, it appears that he should have been covering the tight end. And what's even more alarming, and I don't hear anybody talk about this or that didn't be just from anybody, but what's so alarming that they fell for this play and that they didn't have it covered is that when we kicked off to them, the first play, first down and 10 from the 22-yard line, the first play of that series, they ran that same play. And what happened? That tight end dropped the ball. And if you go back and watch the game, he dropped the ball, and we would have really been kicking ourselves. But it wasn't a 50-yard touchdown. It probably would have been an 80-yard touchdown, yeah. which there was nobody on that side of the field. So that's why they, five plays later, they went back to the same play and the Jets got caught with their pants down. They did. And this is the second time now where we've seen Mosley fall for a trick on, on the defense and with the opposing offense there. Do you think that we re-sign C.J. Mosley next year? Um, I think for the right price, I would bring him in as a rotational player. But I don't think I would give him the role that he has right now. I think he's I think he, I mean, he gives it all his all. But I, I also think that he's a little overrated. I agree. I agree, especially on those two pl- plays. They were major. And then we really look at it when we see the tight ends making plays yesterday. I mean, can they use Uzama a little bit more? Because he scored two touchdowns yesterday. They never use this guy. <laughs> well, it took quite until week 16 or week 16, whatever yesterday was. Um, well, this, guess what? You know, they're going to have to use him Thursday night because yeah. from what I've read, it looks like Corey Davis is out and Mint is out. Jeff Smith probably out. <sighs> so you're looking at a receiving core of Berrios, Wilson, and uh, Moore. I don't know who's on the practice floor. There must be somebody they can bring up. And you got your tight end. That's really about it. Yeah. It's unbelievable how they haven't utilized that. And then we can really look at Mike LaFleur. I know you don't like him, and my hatred of him has grown in the past couple games because they really don't. When you look at Zach Wilson's play, when they roll him out of the pocket, he's a success that way. But when they keep him inside the pocket, you could you see the faults right there. They always avoid well, the run game, too. That's another issue. You tell me how yesterday Ty Johnson doesn't get any any play? No, that's how unbelievable. Is that possible? Yeah, I don't get that. How, how do they not use him with throws? I mean, the easiest thing is to have the quarterback just give him the easy throws to the back and let the back get you know five six yards. And Ty Johnson's been very effective with Mike White coming out of the backfield. Yeah, how come? How how did they not incorporate him in the game plan yesterday? 
I don't get it. And they have players on this team. They like we like I mentioned before with CJ Uzama. They don't utilize him. Jeremy Rucker. Who knows when he's ever coming in? They have three valuable tight ends in there. They never use them as much as they should because the tight ends is a security blanket. We when we look at the the West Coast offense, we thought that. Zach Wilson was going to have his George Kittle, and that th- this is what they were going to utilize under Salah and Lafleur, and they really haven't been utilizing all the weapons that they have. They've been underusing them. I I, I would agree. Now Mike White did spread the ball out better. He People did. got more involved, but Wilson definitely was it. But if you remember when we had some conversations even last year, his rookie season, I always felt that, and this is a big knock on Lafleur, that. They drafted this quarterback who has a ton of skills. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's no, you know, there's no doubt about it. Okay, but he, but he's a street street ball player, mm-hmm. and and they drafted him, and their mindset had to be, we're going to take this guy and we're going to tame this guy and we're going to make him into a pocket passer, and they were wrong mm-hmm. because instead of fitting a system like the Ravens did to fit Lamar Jackson's skill set, the Jets should have done the same to fit Zach Wilson's skill set. But because of the inexperience of an offensive coordinator like LaFleur and the inexperience of a quarterback's coach like Calabrese, they're not capable of doing it at this part of at this time of their career. No, and, and you're even seeing the tensions grow on the field. I don't know if you saw Garrett Wilson getting upset when – he wasn't getting the passes yesterday. I, I don't know. You did I see did. that. I did. I did see that. You know, that's a frustrating thing. And and you know what's really crazy about this whole thing? And believe me, you know, I, I you know, I don't know if you heard me on the post game or you didn't hear me this morning or this afternoon, but you know, playoff teams or especially ones that are like on the bubble or new, like the Jets haven't been for a long you know, haven't been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Once, like Thanksgiving hits, that's when most the, the that's when the pretenders, you know, kind of collapse, and the real teams they, they're hitting their stride. Mm-hmm. And what's disturbing is that the Jets, after the bye week when it was six and three, they've gone one and four, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they're seven and seven. So they're headed in the wrong direction, you know, with three games down the stretch. And we play Jacksonville, which is a short week this coming Thursday, who just had an amazing win over the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm hoping that Salah has this crew prepared because they didn't look prepared like you said. They didn't come out with the same fire that they did in the previous games. And I thought that would their fire would be a little more ignited coming off of Bills' loss and Vikings' loss because the Viking game, they should have won. If Barrios caught that touchdown, we'd be talking. I think we'd be talking probably about a different game right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. They should have won the Viking game. They should have won the game in Foxborough. Yeah. And they should have won the game yesterday. And, and, and that's not really, you know, that's not crying in, 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 in your milk here. This, this is, you know, that's very realistic. Yeah. You know, you're talking, one, you know, you, you could really make the argument for one play in a Lions game, one play in a Viking game, and one play in a Patriot game. So for three plays is three losses. And, and, and that's very realistic. You know, it's just, it's unfortunate. And with all that said, you know, and, and I, I hate to do this because my emotions took a big hit yesterday with this loss. If the Jets went out, which I guess if they play up to what their capabilities are, they could. And the Patriots lose one game, the Jets win the playoffs. Yeah. That's all it takes. 
And and it's crazy to say, I don't think the Jets are a playoff team, but would it shock me if they beat Jacksonville and Seattle? No, not no. at all. And, you know, right now, I'd sign right now as we're talking. If you could get me down in Florida and it's a, a win in your in situation, even if I'd be disappointed if they didn't get in, I would just love to have that feel of a win in your in game, last game of the year. Yeah. Because it would spread over into next year and hopefully that there's more positives to come. You would, you would hope so. And, you know, I, I it's just. It just yesterday was very frustrating. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it was. It, it really was. I mean, you know, Wilson missed Berrios across the middle, like, come on, under, you know, under two minutes to go. If he hits him on, on that team pad, that's a touchdown. Yeah. Win the game. Uh, I was frustrated at the end of the game because throughout the, the whole commercials and the process and when they're getting back to the, the plays after the change of possession, they always show, oh, well, the, the longest playoff drought, and they say oh, 2010, the New York Jets – it, it's it, we're good. We're about to approach 13 years here. The last time I saw the Jets in the playoffs, I was in fifth grade. I was in elementary school. So it's the time is ticking here. You know, it, another well, milestone well, is going to be going by. And, and and I know. Listen, you know, there's Joe Douglas. You know, he had a really nice pieces this year. This is a very good roster. The defense, except for a, a couple of drives in each game of the last three losses, um, you know, it's a really good defense. Um, and you would think it's only going to get better with another draft class and another free agent class. Mm-hmm. But in the NFL, there's no guarantees. No. You don't know who's going to tear up their knee or who's going to rip their hamstring or who's going to get hurt in the first month of the season next year. So when there's an opportunity, you've you got to seize the moment and yeah. you got to you got to grab it. And as far-fetched as this sounds, they're still alive. And that, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. We I don't think we even thought that they'd be playing meaningful games at this rate. And it's especially with the injuries to Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker, because I said that yesterday, if they still had those two players, I think the Jets would be in a way better position than they are now because we saw the impact that Brees Hall had. And the line, the line didn't even give Zach protection yesterday. And then that's why you see that Mike White got injured with the fractured ribs. You know, this That's is going right. to be something that they're going to have to address in the offseason. I think offensive line is their big-time priority besides the quarterback. I, I I agree. And, you know, talking about playing games, I, I remember having conversations with people and saying, if you could get me up to Buffalo and that game's a meaningful game, I'm good. Yeah. And and we got it. Yeah. You know, and we got one yesterday, and we're going to get one Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and if by – if and and to be honest with you, you know what I'm really afraid of Thursday night? What's that? Because, you know, the Viking game was tough for the players, mm-hmm. right? The Bill game, okay, not as tough, but also a game they could have won. Yesterday was just a brutal Ugh. loss, okay? Sooner or later, it's going to affect the team. Yeah. And they've yet to be been blown out. And I'm so petrified that Thursday night could be one of these ugly blowout games where that's going to happen. Because every team gets blown out. Yeah, It happens every year. And I just hope it's not this week. Because, man, if we win, then guess what? We just got to win two more games. The Patriots are going to lose another game. Yeah, They're either going to lose to the Bengals, Dolphins, or Bills. They're going to lose one game. 
They're gonna. Yeah, they're, they're streaking. I love how the ending of that game happened yesterday. I mean, that was the only thing that brought me joy besides the jet, you know, this, with this jet game that happened. Yeah, you know, I saw the highlights today. I, I got home from the stadium yesterday. I didn't want to watch it in football. I was just so distraught from that loss yesterday. Yeah. And it, it even trickled into today. And it just, uh, you know, I, you know, shame on me for being that way, but it just, my, my, you know what happens after the Dolphins lost Saturday night? I was so jacked to go to the stadium yesterday and and grab that moment, knowing that the Raiders had a, a realistic shot to beat the Patriots. We could be sitting pretty after yesterday, and we lost that opportunity. It's unbelievable, and it really gets to you because it's just another season. I mean, we're still alive, which is insane, but the the opportunities are. They're starting to really go down the drain here. And they have to, like you said, they have to seize the opportunity. They have to grab it right now, that opportunity. This is their moment. And if they don't do it Thursday, uh, it's pretty much no, over. if they lose Thursday, they're done. They're, yeah. they're, they're out of it. That's it. That's yeah. it. You know, they lose one more game, they're mathematically out of it. Now, how do you so, feel about Salah's position? If they, Say if they just lose, say if they, God forbid, lose out. Do you think that Salah's going to be, he's going to be on the hot seat here? Um. You, with Woody Johnson, you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were six and three, and they finished seven and what would that be? Seven and uh, seven and eleven? Mm-hmm. No, seven, seven, seven and, and ten. ten. So if they were six and three and they finished seven and ten, I I would have a real problem, and that's very. You know, see, you know what bothers me? Yesterday reminds me very much of the Spike game. Mm. And they, they were 6-5, and five, I believe, or 6-6, six and six, and then they ended up 6-10. and 10. And that's what yesterday kind of feels like. I hope I'm wrong. Now, that's a great question, because what has what it has to do, he fired Carroll and moved on to Kotite, right? Yeah. So as much as I think you have to have a discussion about replacing them. I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, I, there's something, I don't know, I like Salah, but the the clock management, time management, everything yesterday with the timeouts, because I was sitting there watching as soon as the, the clock was ticking. they get As soon as they, that Garrett Wilson completes that pass, they have to call timeout there. And the, the clock just kept ticking. I'm like, are they paying attention? They had three timeouts. Yeah, we, we, we were losing our minds in the stands. I mean, basically... Uh, if I did my math right, you know, they lost probably anywhere from 25 to 30 seconds, which probably they could have got another three to four plays off. Yeah. So not, and not only could have they gotten inside the 30 to kick the field goal, they might even have been able to go for the touchdown. Yeah, they might have. You never know, especially because when Zach Wilson was on yesterday, he was on, but when he was off, he was off because he had some explosive plays there and you know, and how about that Michael Carter catch? Because Wilson throwing that ball up for grabs pretty much, and Carter comes out of nowhere and just pulls it down. Well, Garrett Wilson bailed him out a couple of times yesterday yeah. too. See, that's why I think. But you see, I think that's who Zach is. You know, he he you know he gets these wild plays, but you know the regular meat and potato type of plays that you expect from a quarterback you just can't deliver. No, it's unbelievable. And and there were actually there were actually people on Twitter comparing it because I guess Mike White also had some of those and I've seen him before where it's those 5-yard tosses to the side like a side like a screen pass. I saw Mike White bobble bounce one of those balls too. So uh, and I, listen, no no perfect I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? 
it's just, uh, I guess I was wrong about Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, you know, it's one thing if I'm wrong. It's the people who are getting paid to make the decisions <laughs> when they're wrong. That's not a good thing. The experts. Well, think, of, think, think, think of it this way. In a matter of 18, 19, 20, in a matter of three years, uh, no, four years, three, four years, in a matter of four years, we had the third and second pick in the draft, mm-hmm. and we used them both on quarterbacks, and they're both bust. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's bad. Only the Jets. It's they can never. It's always a quarterback with this team. Always they can never figure it out. We haven't had that franchise quarterback since Namath, and it it just continues on and on and on here. And you know, I hope maybe they bring in someone like Garoppolo next year, and and eventually uh, that they do find someone. I want Derek Carr. That's you want Carr I from want. the Raiders? Yep, yep. That's the guy I want. I just said I just had a conversation with somebody before. I looked up his career numbers. He had like a 97 quarterback rating. I think he had about 216 touchdowns, about 90 interceptions, 64% completion percentage, 35,000 yards. If if he's available in the open market, I I, I do whatever it takes to get him. Yeah. I don't care. Multiple drafts or whatever it is. I, don't, I really don't care. Because this team, except for a couple offensive linemen and maybe a linebacker, this team is ready to win now. They don't have a quarterback. Exactly right. And let's hope that it pans out there. And we're going to have to see what happens. What are your predictions for the Jacksonville game for the final score? Oh, my God. Did you see the weather forecast? No, I haven't. What's What's the weather going to be like in MetLife? Well, I hope it's going to be wrong. But right now, they're talking low 40s, 15 to 25 mile an hour wind, Ugh. about two inches of rain. <laughs> Oh boy! So I'm looking at about probably about a thirteen ten ten seven type of ball game. Mm. Um, I'm not even going to try to predict who could win because maybe I'll give it to the Jets because it's a Northeast team. You know, mm-hmm. I'll do it that way. Yeah, I'm hoping we got to win. It, this is it. So if they lose this game, oh yeah, no, this is it. This and, is it. I mean, basically, I walked out and got home last night. And, you know, and. Even, you know, in my mind, I, I, I realize the season's over. But, you know, not mathematically. So there's still a, a little slim rumor of hope. And hopefully they can keep the season alive Thursday night. Are you going to be at the game this Thursday? God willing, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And I'll have my rain gear. And uh, hopefully at about 11.15 or, or earlier, I'll walk out of there with a win. And uh, not going to Seattle. But um, we're going to Miami, and hopefully that game will be something. Yeah, I'm hoping. And let's go Jets. There you go. Let's go Jets. And uh, hopefully we'll talk, uh, hopefully prior to a, a winning your in Miami game. Yes, absolutely. Anytime, Ira. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. And let's go Jets. Let's get this win. Have a good one, man. Talk you to you too, later. Ira. Take, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.